When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, we've got a very talented young man taking over the streets, Offset Gym in the building. What's the deal, my boy? How you feeling? Good, good. Thank you for having me. No, yeah, definitely. It's it's actually kind of a weird coincidence because I became a big fan of your music because of the fact that a bunch of the guys who work here are always playing your shit. Yeah. And then coincidentally, you just happen to have like your first uh, album in a couple years dropping right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty... Uh, Pretty serendipitous, if I have to say so myself. Perfect timing. Definitely. Um, tell the people a little bit about where you're coming from out in Oakland. Shit, I'm from Oakland, California, East Oakland to be exact. I grew up in an area, a neighborhood called the Murder Dubs, East 22nd, 19th Ave. Uh, shit, that's where I've been my whole life. Right. Was right. it called that when you were a kid, too? Nah, they, it, it went from rolling 20s to... The murder dubs to the twamps, but you know. Right. Right now, currently, it's the murder dubs, but it's still all the same shit. What's it like these days? Is a lot of energy around there when you were coming up and shit? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's dangerous. It's like any other hood in America. Right. Any other hood. It's the same shit, no matter where you at. So when you were a kid, did, did it occur to you, like, I'm living in a very violent place where I need to be careful? Nah, because it was so normal. Like, mm-hmm. You didn't think like that. Like, it was just, because I didn't, that's all I knew. I didn't know nothing else. I didn't even know we was, like, poor. Like, I thought everybody lived like that. Right. I thought it was normal until my stepdad used to do, like, construction and, like, like the rich, like, Oakland Hills type shit. But I never knew about that shit. Like, mm. I thought it was just my area and other areas. Like, I didn't know it was, like, rich people around. Right. I didn't know how broke we was until we picked him up from work and he was working on the house. And I... They let me walk around the house because they were still building it. And I had walked into the, the, the kids' room. And I'm like, damn, they shit big as my living room. <laughs> and then I had to go back home to, to 22nd. I'm like, damn, we poor. Right. There's <laughs> always those moments because you have no idea, like, yeah. what your life really is until yeah. you see it from the perspective yeah. of somebody else. Definitely. That's crazy. I was listening to you doing the Sway interview, and that was pretty crazy because he's from literally yeah, the yeah, same yeah. exact block as you, but probably 20 years earlier. Yeah. His mind live on my block. Really? His mom been living there. I moved there in like 97. And his mom been there before I was there. But you know, every the whole that was always a saying like, oh, that's Sway Mom from MTV. But you know, we, we never, I ain't seen, I never used to see him like that. You know, he even if he, when he did come around, I would miss him. Right. So I used to think people was lying. Like, oh, that ain't his mama. I was like, she don't live there, but. Ended up really being his mom, and she still lived there to this day. Like, that she, must have she, been kind of crazy having that as like yeah, an urban legend. Yeah, that was crazy. Damn. She still live there to this day. Definitely. Damn, that's amazing. But uh okay, so you growing up though, like what what was like a an average day when you were a young kid though? Like were you were you kinda like after school, like what 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 kind of stuff would you be getting to when you were like really young and like impressionable? Like elementary? Yeah. Like I was always like fascinated by shit. I was I was kinda nosy. Like, I knew I knew what everything was. I knew what every type of thing was. You know, my parents was in the game. Mm. My mom, my stepdad, my, my father. Like, 
they was all in the game, you know. And you know, you think that kids might not see shit, but they see everything. Like, and I wasn't like, I, I knew where everything was. I, I knew about all that type of shit, but shit, like coming home from school was like, you know, I got my friends that's all from my block, my cousins and shit, come on play. But my block was like a spot where like, you got young dudes, like not too much older than me, like in their teens back then, they was selling dope and shit. Mm. So it was like, you know, we come home, we see that, but it's normal. Like we know all of them, they know us. Like, you know, they give us dollars and shit. Like we knew that they was in the shit, but I don't know, it was just so normal to us. Would your parents have never admitted to you that they were hustling? And did you kind of just have to put the pieces together in your head? No, nah, they never, they didn't just tell me, like, they didn't have to. Right. Because, shit, I was around them all the time. Like, they didn't really have too much babysitters like that. Right. So I, I seen everything. So they, even if they tried to hide it, like, I still would see it. Right. I wasn't, I, I wasn't stupid. Was there anybody else who was, like, well-known that was from your block? Besides, aside from the Sway connection? I mean, nah, not to his level. Okay. Not to his level. You know, you got a lot of, you got a lot of famous like hustlers. Right. But not like nobody doing no positive shit, like no music shit or no public figure or nothing like that. Just I, like street legends. How long have you known All Black? Shit, since we was kids, we went to elementary together. So you guys were actual children together yeah. before you were rapping together. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That. I'm from 22nd and 19th. He's from 22nd and Foothill. So, you know, that's like a couple blocks away. Right. So. We all went to the same uh, elementary school, played on the same baseball team, all that shit. He'd been around me like over 20 years. Were you friends, like close friends when yeah. you were young or did it happen more when you were a little older? Nah, we was, we've been around, we've been together since we was like kids, kids. Like, right. It was always cool since, since baseball, camping, like we're in the same hood. Like the hood, like it's big, but it's small. Right. Like anybody who grew up there, like we all know each other. Right. Was there like a real sort of like, you know, you go to certain hoods, certain blocks, and there's like a real family vibe where it's like everybody kind of looking out for each other, taking care of each other. Was it more along those lines? or? Hell yeah, especially on my block. Mm. I could walk in any house on that block. Right. We all like, you know, we, we started off as friends, but you know, we all grew into family. Right. So it's like, it's, it's real close-knit. Definitely. So, okay, going into high school and shit, what, what was life like and what kind of kid were you becoming? In high school? Yeah. I was already who I was. Like, I ain't, I was already, like, I was already into shit. Like, right. going to juvenile hall, fighting. You know, that's when I started, like, picking up, like, way more on street shit. Mm. Early, though, like, even earlier before high school, like, middle school, late middle school, that's when I started, like, dibbling, dabbling. Right. You starting to, like, were you real focused on getting money or, or yeah, what like, was your mentality like? Getting money. Mm. Like, that was, because that's. That's what I grew up around. I grew up around like hustlers. Right. So it's like that's all I was thinking about. Even when I was in school, like I was, I would always find something to sell at school. To where it was like, all right, if I'm gonna go to school, I'm gonna at least get money because I don't want to skip school. And you feel me, go to the block. I could just, I could make that same money in school. Right. While I'm getting my education. Because that's one thing I kept hearing about you when I was asking people about questions. Everybody's like, you know, Jim. Jim's really out here, but Jim's really good at keeping his bullshit out of the public eye. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't be I don't put too much of my too much of my that type of shit out there like that. You know, that's that type of shit is for the streets. So right. that's where it's gonna stay. That's good though. A lot of people might have that attitude but not be able to keep their image a little bit more clean. Yeah, definitely. I try to keep it clean as possible. Right. Like what I what I go through in the street is what I go through in the street. Mm. I ain't gonna bring it like to to my place of business. Right. 
and you know, just rapping is like my job now. So that's how you view it. Yeah, like just like my job now. For sure. What uh? Okay, but so when did you actually start thinking about rap? Like, were you rapping super young? Did you start rapping with All Black? Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, he like he made me take it serious. Like we was always rapping, playing around and shit, but mm-hmm. never to the level like where he went, where he wanted to take it. We wasn't thinking like that. Like I wasn't. And uh, one day he called me to the studio. He was working on No Shame, No Shame Two at the time. And you know I, I hadn't been rapping or no shit like that. I really came to support him. And when I came, he just was like, "Get in there." I was so scared with so many people there. I'm like, "Hell no!" Like. He made me do it, and I'm glad he did. Really? Shit, that night changed my life. Having a rapper around that many people must have been pretty nerve-wracking. Hell yeah. When you hadn't really done it before. Hell yeah. And they was all, like, already, they was already rapping. Like, they already had little names and shit. Right. So it was like, I went in there. I took, like, two, three hours on one verse. Really? So the whole studio was like, but I finally finished that shit, and it was like, I ain't think nothing of it Mm. until... Until we was in San Jose one night, on a late night, too. It was probably like 3 in the morning at a Denny's. And uh, some Mexican kids came up to me. First, they was looking at me hella hard. I'm like, damn, what they looking at? And he was like, hey, ain't you all said Jim? I'm like, yeah, like, how you know that? Like, he's like, oh, yeah, this him, this him. He from the song. And, like, you feel me? Like, just seeing how happy they was to see me. So you shot a video for it right away? No. We never shot a video to the shit. That's why I was wondering how the fuck did they know me. So they heard the song and then yeah. like went and found you on yeah, social media yeah, or something? Yeah, they had to, but my social media wasn't even that big. I probably had like 5,000 followers at that time. It was so long ago. So that was like the first time you remember getting a little taste of what yeah, notoriety like, would just, be like? Just seeing how happy they was to see me, it was like, it blew me away. Right. So I'm like, shit, maybe I should take it serious because they taking me serious. Why do you think All Black wanted you to rap so bad? You know, I already had the streets. Mm. I already had the streets behind me before I was rapping. Me and me and my group of friends, like, we got the streets. Like, and nobody was rapping. Right. Like we had all the shit that that these rappers got before even me even touching the mic. Like we was already accustomed to, you know, certain shit in the city know that. So I don't know. He just threw me in the loop at the right time. Do you consider him more of like the the creative, the artist? And that he appreciated you for other reasons. Because, like, a lot of times that's why I like you guys on song so much is that his flow is a little bit more all over the place. He's sort of bouncing all over the track, whereas yeah. your shit is a little bit more straightforward, but yeah. it's like a, a real charm to it. Yeah, yeah, he, that's how he is. He, uh, we got, we got good-ass chemistry together mm. when it comes to music, probably because we've been so cool for so long. Like, like, I don't got no problem telling him about himself, and he don't got no problem telling me about myself, especially on a song. Like, you know, we're going we gonna to go hard on each other. Mm. to bring out the best in each other and that's why it shows on the music that we do right when did you guys really start to put some shit out that got a lot of attention though like when did it really start to blow up a little bit canadian goose mm. that shit took us around the world really <laughs> it, it took us around the world and back and that was like once i seen that i'm like okay maybe we can get out of this shit maybe we can go somewhere and yeah, that's that's when we start. So you weren't, you know, you, you make it sound like you already were seeing money and, and being comfortable to a certain extent from, you know, not even being in the entertainment business. Yeah. But were you still motivated? Like you realized that the yeah. streets might not be taking care of yeah, you in the long I mean, term? Shit, who wanna be in the streets their whole life? Yeah. It usually don't work out like that. Yeah, like who wanna do that their whole life? When you could do something else that's fun and you could bring all your people along with you for the ride. Mm. Like that's what I'm in it for. 
I'm in it for me and my people. Like, like I love traveling off music. Like for me, I got all my all my peoples with me, so they could. I I gotta have my people with me, so they could see this shit too. Mm. Like that's what I'm in it for. Like it ain't just about me. It's bigger than me now. Like this shit could change <laughs> me and everybody around me life. Was there like a certain point where you started to realize that you were meant to be something? greater than the vision that you had had for yourself like your whole life like you realize like i can really like be a voice for the world that i come from instead of just being a part of that yeah when like once i seen people like really taking me serious and like like really like hella excited to see me just stopping taking pictures because you know that take a lot to see somebody that you listen to on the daily and you know asking for a picture or anything because you know some some people be don't like that shit like they they'll tell you no it's probably not that many people you would ask to take a photo with you right Nah, not too many but you know if you do that it take a lot though like yeah. that takes some courage to ask somebody for a picture or anything because you don't know what they might say and as you get more and more famous it's easier and easier to get jaded to that shit yeah. but you you do like need to stay focused on that and realize how special that is yeah, that some, like, like m most people go through their whole life never having somebody ask to take a picture with yeah. them, you know any of that, like people just to tell you, like man, your music be getting me through shit. Like mm. I be, I be, I listen to your music and I, I just get focused and run it up. Like that's it. that type of shit motivates you and it make you want to just keep doing it. Cause now you feel like there's people out there that you might not even know that you don't even see, but they depending on you. Mm. Like they they depending on your word to get them through the day. Yeah. So that type of shit just had me like, okay, I'm gonna take it serious. Cause they taking me serious. How'd you go about taking it serious though? You just start recording all the time, or yeah, what, what that had process to shit, look like? like? I just had to kick back from all the all the shit I was doing outside of music, mm. and just really focus on that. Like, I had to really just single in on that shit. So you took a step back from all the other stuff you were doing a while ago because I was seeing that you just wrote online that you feel like Ace Boogie when he quit the cleaners, which to me made <laughs> me feel like, oh, okay, he's he's very much still in the middle <laughs> of this transformation. Okay. <laughs> I mean, shit, I'm a work in progress for real. I'm just, you know, taking this shit day by day. Right. Taking this shit day by day. You related to Peyton Full, though, even though it's uh, based in New York? That was that was a movie that meant something to you as a kid? Yeah, yeah, I like that movie. Everybody that's, like, from a hood got that same kind of story. Like, mm -hmm. So it's, like, relatable. Like, the shit that they went through in that movie, people go through all around the world in every hood. Mm -hmm. From my hood in Oakland, East Oakland, West Oakland, North Oakland. Like, every, anybody can relate to that story. Cause everybody knows somebody that's you know, getting money, get killed or whatever. Like everybody know it's relatable. Right. So no matter what state you in, it's you gonna relate to that type of shit. Are there any other movies that stand out to you from your childhood that they were very very big influences? Belly, mm. Goodfellas, Scarface, all that type of shit. I like I like them type of movies, but I, I like documentaries too though. Really. Like, yeah, I be That's watching, my main shit. Yeah, I watch hella documentaries, though, yeah. on all types of shit. Like, I got an open-ass mind. So I just, like, anything I think I want, anything I think I want to know about, I look it up and read about it. Oh, yeah, same thing here. And I was thinking the other day how there's got to be, like, a, a website or a newsletter that tells you about all the new documentaries that come out. Because a lot of times they'll be on Hulu, they'll be on Netflix, they'll be on HBO, all different platforms. Yeah. But I need, like, something that's going to tell me about all the new documentaries because I fucking love that shit. When yeah. I find one about a topic I'm really interested in, which it don't even have to be something that I'm, like, directly related to, and I'll, I'll just be fascinated. Which ones you been fucking with? Dude, I've seen the most insane documentary ever called Tickled. What is it about? Basically about this creepy-ass dude who was, like, 
convincing all these dudes to make videos where they get tied up and tickled. What the fuck? I, it's, it's way crazier than it sounds <laughs> because it's not really about the fact that he was making these videos. It's about the fact that he was like, then if anybody did anything to try to get those videos taken offline, he would like destroy their life. What the fuck? Was it, 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 it was so scary, bro. It was a real story? This is a real story. Shit. Tickled. I can't get it out of my head just because it really made an Check impression that out, on y'all me. Tickled. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? You got any good recommendations? I got all types of shit. I ain't gonna lie. I get deep. Like, mm. I get. I get to look at that. Like I'd be liking to know like, like about ancient history and shit like that. Mm. Like where we came from type shit. Then I get so deep. Like you know how YouTube is. You watch one, just some whole other shit pop up. Oh yeah. Some shit about aliens and there'd be some shit about like animals. I'd be watching all types of shit though. You I'm got high hopes for animal or for uh, not for animals for aliens. <laughs> Like, do I think that shit real? Yeah. Yeah. The fuck? It's the galaxy biggest shit. Mm. We ain't the only people out here. It just freaks me out that they haven't been able to find any yet. You don't think so? I mean, I haven't seen any great evidence of it. You got to go check out some documentaries. There's some good ones. The shit that trips me out is that there used to be so many animal sightings, or <laughs> animal, <laughs> so many alien sightings back when the cameras were trash and yeah. nobody had good cameras, and now everybody got an iPhone in their pocket, and whenever... Like there's a, there's like no alien sightings anymore. Like people just don't really see them like that. Yeah. And if they did, you would just have a video of it because you have your phone in your pocket. But also the other thing is, I feel like if we're gonna find aliens, we're gonna find them with a fucking telescope out on their planet before they show up here. Don't you think? Yeah, you gotta watch some documentaries. I'm yeah, gonna see some shit deeper. after this. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put you out on trip. For sure. Oh, I want to ask this too though. Like, what was the music you remember from like you know elementary school, high school? What was the soundtrack to your, uh, your elementary childhood? Elementary was definitely like shit like Hot Boys. Mm. Definitely them. Like, I remember them the most. Like shit like that. That was like my favorite group of all time. Right. Hot Boys definitely. And then you get a little older. High school. Like, high school we was off. Of, like middle school and high school was off. Old school, little Boosie. Okay. Like my whole city was off that. We was off a little Boosie, hella tough, and Webby. Right. They had some crazy shit going. They had the city going crazy. Do you remember a point where you realized, like, oh damn, like the music scene up here in Northern California in general, Oakland specifically, that there was a lot of dope stuff coming out locally? Or did yeah, it take I mean, a while? At, that, at that time, you feel me? You had shit like the hyphy movement going mm -hmm. on. You feeling with that? Yeah, back then it was cool for that time. Mm. You know, but it's like that ain't what we do now. Mm. Like, you Why know, do you think that died out? I mean, shit. It was just some shit that only the Bay could relate to. Mm. Like, and maybe a, a few other places, but it was like really a Bay thing. Really an Oakland thing, like a Bay thing, but I don't know. Like, people still think that's what we all, that's what we do though. Mm. Like, anytime you mention like the Bay, they mention the hyphy movement with it. But it's like, you know, that was back then. That was 2007, eight. Six and all that type of shit. It was it was oh like I think it's kind of weird that L A had like the jerking movement and shit, yeah. and that like both scenes had like this sort of positive dancing friendly type of wave going, yeah. but then it always seems to get canceled out by people preferring to be on some gangster shit or some hustling shit. Everybody ain't out here <laughs> dancing and shit. Like, yeah, that should be like I feel like that type of should be like for a certain little age group. And after yeah. a while, people might grow out of that. Because then, if you got a Chief Keef on the other side of your town, it's like realistically, motherfuckers are gonna end up gravitating towards the shit that's more dangerous exactly. and more gangster. You know? Exactly. Yeah, it's a weird world. Um, okay, so you finished you finished high school or how? How yeah, that go? I finished high school. I ain't miss a day at that school. You didn't miss a day? Nah, I probably did, but I didn't want to. <laughs> it was a good school. I mean, shit, I went to a couple of schools, but, like, the school I graduated from was, like, a good a good school. Okay. It was the best school you could go to in, in around that time. 
did you consider going to college or anything like that? I mean, I thought about it, mm. but it was like, I knew what I wanted to do and it didn't really have nothing to do with school like that. So you were already focused on the music by that point? No. Oh, okay. It was before all that. Yeah, it was before that. I wasn't even thinking about this shit. Mm. I didn't start just taking this shit serious until like two years ago, three years ago. Right. So it wasn't even a thought back then. Yeah, because I remember you coming to the store on Melrose when All Black did his fucking interview way back in the day. Yeah. And I remember him telling us a lot about you. And I yeah. remember us watching your videos and stuff. But at that time, you, were you not like fully taking on Hell the no. challenge? Like, I was just starting. Like I had just barely started. I probably had like four songs out at the time, like just singles. Right. Probably like one video, two videos. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't even... I was just trying to get 10,000 views on YouTube. Mm. Like, I wasn't even on no serious ass shit. I ain't think it'd go to like, I ain't think I would be here. Mm. I was just trying to get 10,000 views on YouTube. That's all I wanted. Definitely. Um, would you say that it was like other people believing you that wanted you to keep pushing your career? Or Hell, what yeah. was it? Even before I started, like, a lot of my cousins would tell me that shit. Like, my cousins would tell me, like, man, you got, you, they gonna love you. Mm. Like, once you start, they gonna love you. Like, he would always tell me that, but I didn't get it until I did it. Mm. And then once I did it, I see, like, oh, he he knew what he was talking about. Right. So were you doing a good amount of traveling before you actually really started to make it as a rapper? Yeah. You talk about a lot of trip taking and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, I love sightseeing. Mm. Yeah, I, I done been a few places. Where's your favorite places that you've been in the country? I love New York. I love, like, what else? DR. I had hella fun in the DR. Really? Yeah. I got a wild story about the DR, too. Let's hear it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Should I tell them about DR? <laughs> All nod. <laughs> I was in I was at uh, Dominican Republic. And, um, this probably was like 2017 or some shit like that. Uh-huh. I wasn't rapping at that time, either. Okay. I had, um, I had been out there or whatever. And it was this older lady that was there. You know, I was with a group of people, and she was with a separate group of people. It was an older, older lady out there, and I had, you know how they take you, you ever been out the country? Yeah. You know how they take you on them little tours, and you, they might take you through the slums, and there'd be all the little kids that be begging and shit. Okay. So I ended up giving one of the little kids my shoes and shit. So basically, I walked back to the resort with no shoes on, just socks. Island vibes. <laughs> so this lady had uh, was really sizing me up, like trying to, you know, count my pockets. Later on, we go to the club. She, in a separate section, she slipped her hand, like, through, through the little rope thing and go in my pocket and uh, give me for some money. So I ended up going back to the resort, seeing the lady, whatever happened. And she had, like, a, du a, a dude cousin with her. Uh-oh. Man, this nigga stood up. And it's like he ain't stopped standing up. That nigga was, like, six foot six or some shit. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, what I'm going to do, like, me and him just ended up fighting. It was bad. It was, I got a video of that shit. I'll show you that shit. So, are Bit you, a nigga ear off. The police came. You got on your Mike Tyson shit. Yeah, he was too big. I had to make him feel me before they broke it up. I had, like, what can I do so this nigga gonna remember me? Were you like, how many people were you with? Or were you basically alone? <laughs> nah, I was with, I was with, a, I was with, I was with one person, one other person. Right. Like the group I was with, they stayed at the club. Cause I told him I was leaving to go look for the lady who took my money. Right. And, uh, Shit. I'm guessing you didn't get the money back? Nah, I got it back in blood. Uh -huh, all right. <laughs> what about, uh, how much money was it? A couple thousand? Or? It was like some, it was some light shit, but it was just the fact that they took it from me. Right. Like pickpocketing me. 
That's the craziest shit out of yeah, the country, though. Because out of the country. Even if you do have a girl doing some shasty shit, you don't know if she got some fucking dude waiting around the corner. Nah, they was she was with a group of people, like I said. Oh, and he okay. seen the confrontation we had. Right. And he just, you know, got involved. Wow. That's fucking crazy. It's a crazy story, you though. You never had to deal with a girl trying to pull some bullshit on you like that in the States? No. Thank God. I don't be going through that type of shit. Are girls greasy like that up in Hell Oakland? Hell yeah. <laughs> everywhere. All over the world. You got all, you got that type of shit everywhere. Really? Young OG told me that the girls are stabbing dudes in their sleep. What? Uh, I mean, he made that's me scared like some, that that might some, happen to me. That's some passionate type of shit right there. Yeah, like, like they find out you're cheating or something, so they stab you in your sleep. Who told you that? Rio, the young OG. Oh, shit. They got some shit going on in Flint, huh? <laughs> uh, you think you spent much time in Detroit? Man, I still ain't been in Detroit. Really? I'm cool with all them niggas, but I, I still ain't been up there. All of them, and I'm fucking never been there. I gotta go. Yeah, I ain't never been there. Like, never. Is that like a weird relationship at this point where, like, it seems like uh, Oakland and, and Detroit got a little bit of a a little bit of common ground at this point? Yeah, it's, it's, but shit, it been like that before, like, like with the older dudes, like, so I hear, like, E-40 was cool with them older dudes from Detroit. Right. Like, they always identified themselves as, like, Oakland and Detroit being, like, cousins. Mm. So it's no surprise that we still fuck with them today. Right. Our sound is so similar, and now it's crazy, like, seeing the world accepting Detroit because it's like they opening the gates for certain artists in the Bay, too. Right. So it's, it's – I fuck with that shit, though. How'd you end up with uh, Babyface Ray on that, that record that's kind of going crazy uh, right now? You fuck with that? Oh, yeah. He's amazing. Uh, yeah, he's he so raw, good. He, he raw shit. You two together are so good. You should be a group. <laughs> They're my boys. I fuck with them. Right. I, uh, like, how did I start fucking with him? Though? Yeah, like when you or that song in particular. Uh, how, how did that, that come song about? come out? I don't know. I just did it and I heard him on it. I'm like, yep. Right, need to get on this. Sent it to him. You know, I've been fucking with them for a long time. I've been fucking with Peasy and them like since they first ever came to Oakland. Like, mm. I was right. I was there with them. Really? Yeah. So it's like we've been locked in like before I was even rapping. Damn, you have a long history. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, like, was that, like, did you have to think about that? Like, like now you're actually a rapper. Like, you have to think about, I'm going to do a project. I got to get some hot rappers on this project to make yeah. sure that people want to check my project out. Is that yeah. kind of odd for you to be in the position now of like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call in that favor to Babyface Ray, just make sure that, that I can get this for this project? Nah, it's cool because it's like we already, we already, you know, we already be communicating on some other shit. So it's like, it's nothing. Like, we all look at this rap shit, it's like this, like, this shit don't be nothing. Like, it's fun to us. Mm. So it's like a favor ain't nothing. We call and get favors from each other anytime. Like, PZ will call me any time of the day. I mean, I'll call him any time of the day. Like, I mean, I'm cool with all of them, Lou, mm. all of them. Like, we got a good relationship outside of music, so. So how did you end up working with my British UK white boy friend, H? <laughs> how do you know H? You I know H from the UK. We got, like, millions of views from the shit we did with him out in the, out in the UK and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's my boy. People love him. H had reached out to me on Instagram one day, like, I I ain't I wasn't even too familiar with this with like shit out there. Right. So uh, H had reached out to me. He had tagged me in a post. He was playing my song. He was playing No Pressure. And uh, shit, he called. He was calling me the goat. I'm like, who is this? Like, I, I had to I had to figure out who he was. And then uh, I just hit him like, what's up? Like, he hit me back and just told me like he fuck with my shit. And I'm like, damn, like you way on the other side of the world. Like, how you even hear about me? Mm. And he just, we just was talking. I, I sent him some shit. He sent it right back. Right. And that's how we got Chinese K. 
Yeah, because he uh, he's got good taste in American rap for sure. Because I remember it was before Shoreline had even fully blown up when I first interviewed him, and I said like, "Who would you want to work with?" And he said Shoreline, and I was almost even surprised that he was listening to that. So yeah. that's one thing about the UK is that like. They will pick their favorite rappers from the U.S. and they don't really give a fuck about who's like the number one rapper. They just like they have very good ear for who's doing some, some yeah, dope definitely, shit. Definitely, because I definitely wasn't expecting like him to know who the fuck I was. Right. I wasn't wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that's pretty fire. It is fire. What's Chinese K? <laughs> like what is a Chinese K? Yeah. It's a AK forty seven that was made in China. This is true. Yeah. You like those better than the Russian ones? Uh. It don't matter to me. I don't <laughs> play with it. Don't matter to me. Okay. I'm scare the shit it out of you. Don't matter to me. We were having the conversation earlier, and we we're and some somebody in the office was like, "You think that's Chinese ketamine? You think that that was a, what that about?" I'm like, "I don't know if Offset Jim got any ketamine. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's horse tranquilizer. And if you oh, if, hell if no. you were a drug dealer in L. A., you would probably be serving it right now. For real? Yeah. That's what they doing out here. All the hipsters love that shit. I don't even know where you buy shit like that at. From a trapper. <laughs> not not at the Walgreens. That's <laughs> I don't for sure. even know where you buy shit like that. At. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I honestly never tried it. I think I might have tried it one night when I was already too drunk and coked up to really know what I was feeling. But so, what do you? What you shoot it up? I think you just snort it. Oh, it's like, wow. it looks, you wouldn't even know it was ketamine. You'd think it was coke if you saw it. Nah, see, I don't fuck with that type of shit. Well, that's good. <laughs> Got to have some standards. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, oh yeah, this is another one I want to ask about. Is I saw you with Pee Wee Longway the other night. How oh, yeah, that happen? Yeah, yeah, shit, Empire. Really? He be around the studio. He be around the studio. I be around the studio. Uh huh. He a real nigga. Like I'm a real nigga. Like right. Just like that. I just I couldn't imagine the the vibe of you two hanging out. That must have been something incredible. He's a real special guy. Yeah, he cool. He cool as shit. He yeah. cool as shit. He cool as shit. Did you really take 14 shots with him? Nah, nah, my partner <laughs> took 14 shots. It felt like I took 14 shots. Okay. I don't drink like that. Because there was a picture of you, like, in the club or whatever with with Pee Wee, and you were, like, making fun of yourself in your Instagram story for how drunk you looked in the photo. Was, <laughs> that's what I basically took yeah, from it. It was a good night. It was a good night. Mm, definitely. Um, I wanted to ask also, like, where did your name come from originally? Some whole other shit that ain't got nothing to do with rap. Like, I said, Jimmy was like, Cause the nigga was on some standoffish shit, like just kick back type shit. Oh, okay. Like not even on the French Street, just you know, chilling, playing the background, and some, you know, it just it just came up like that. I never thought to like, when I took it, when I, when for me, when I got the name, I wasn't even rapping, like I wasn't even thinking about rapping. Right. So it did, it wasn't like Offset Diamonds type reference. Nah, hell no. Nah. Okay. It was some whole other shit. Right. And shit, I just ran with it. But shit, and it got me here. Yeah. But shit, I got a lot of backlash off that shit though. For real, why? Yeah, like they think like you know they 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 talk about the offset from amigos like oh he's stealing his name, he's stealing his name. But people really like care about that. Like uh, I would feel like he was the only one who would have a right to say anything, and if yeah. he don't give a shit, then who the fuck cares? But you know, I mean, shit, he got a big ass platform. He got a lot of fans. Like, yeah. But he was never mad about it or nothing, right? Nah, I, ain't, I don't. Not, I don't think so. No. Right. I ain't, we ain't never had no conversation. Like, we ain't never met or nothing. Mm. But I, w I would think so. I wouldn't think he wouldn't. Definitely. That makes it sense. It ain't like I'm coming out trying to take his style or dissing him. Like, right. I'm just doing me. It's only a matter of time before people have similar names, you know? Yeah, I mean, shit, the world biggest shit. Yeah, but. 100%. So, um, the new tape, Rich Off the Pack, what's that mean? 
self-explanatory. Rich off the pack, like <laughs> pack being legal marijuana. Right. So it's like rich off legally selling cannabis. Weed has come a long way. Definitely. Is that weird for you? Drive down the highway and you just see like fucking billboards for all these different weed products I mean, shit, and shit. Growing up in California, no. Like mm. it's, weed always been like it ain't never just been frowned upon like how it is in other states. Like, mm. It's normal. Yeah, being from the East Coast, I remember flying to San Francisco on a BMX trip in like 2008 and just realizing that like a bunch of dudes I knew just like hung out in the park and sold weed all day and that the cops didn't even give a shit. Yeah, I, like that was so different than New York at the time. I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? Like being from being from California, it's basically the Bay Area where like the best shit come from. Mm. It's like we always had a privilege. It was always like you know we was it was cool. Like it was cool. It was cool with that shit. Yeah, the law was lenient on it. Everybody up north had a pound under their bed, like way before everybody else. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's just normal. It was normal shit. Like you're a farmer, <laughs> some shit. Like you just yeah. have crops on deck. It was always like, and then the police like wouldn't giving nobody just hella time off that shit. Mm. You could call what an ounce of crack and get more time than five pounds of weed. Right. So. Definitely. So you you stay in New York now? Yeah, I got a spot out there. How long you been out there? I've been in New York like two years. Oh shit! Okay, how'd that happen? Why'd you end up wanting to move? I don't know. I just I just had a calling out there. Some told me to go out there, and I went. And I just I liked it, and I stayed. Right. I visited it. I liked it, and I just like one day I'm like I'm gonna come back here. You stay in the city or Brooklyn or? I stay in I stay in like Long Island City. Oh okay, nice. I used to live right out there. Yeah. Do you feel like you like? Do you love New York? Like in comparison to where you're from? Like describe the Hell vibe. Yeah, it's just way different. Like I could be somebody different in New York mm. than the Bay. I got you know I got a little bit more freedom out there to do shit. Like in the Bay, it's so like secluded and segregated. Like Oakland, like you know it's not shit for us to do out there. Mm. Like in Oakland, you just you stay in your, you know you stay in your area for real, and it's it's not too much. It's not shit. New York, it's all type of shit to do. Like, right. You could wake up and do something different every single day. And there's all, it's crazy because it's like, you know, there's all kinds of street shit going on in New York, but it don't got nothing to do with you. So, exactly. you know, you get to move out there and basically just start fresh. Yeah, like and you get the, to walk to the corner store and nobody's looking at you crazy, yeah, like, you know? Yeah, like, uh, you just get a chance to be a civilian. Yeah. Like, that shit feel good. Definitely. How often do you go back, though? Shit, I just came from out there, like, a couple of days ago. You ever feel like you might be kind of missing out on some of the vibe that sort of makes your music special when you're in such a different culture so much of the time? Mm, not, not, not really, not really, because I'm still too in tune mm. to everything. Like even when I'm gone, I'm still in tune with what was going on in the streets right. where I'm from. Like I know what's going on. And plus, when I'm out there, I'm not just I'm everywhere. Mm. I'm not just you know in the suburbs or nowhere like that. When I'm in New York, like I'll be outside. Right. You tap in with any artists out there though? Yeah, I fuck with this one kid and Shiny Ben Laden. He raw. Oh yeah, he's hard. Yeah, I been yeah. fucking with him. That's the only one though. Like, oh me? really? Me and him be, me and him be chopping up. You just reach out to him because you fuck with his music or nah, something? Nah, we got mutual friends. Oh okay, nice. Out there, so it's like, I listen to his shit. I'm like, damn, this this kid hard. And then you feel me? I sent him on. Uh, he always be on the OVO shit that I be on too. Right. So it's like, damn. You know, I just I just listened to his shit and, it, and I liked it. Right. How did you uh, actually get tapped in with him? I seen that you did a photo shoot with him and all that shit. Oh. With OVO? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oliver. Okay. You know him? He reached out to you? Yeah. He was, he had tagged me in some shit. Like, like, he had posted one of my songs when I dropped No Pressure. And I was like, who is this? Like, like I went to his page, looked through his page. I'm like, damn, this nigga. 
Like, he must be like you feel me. He definitely got something going on. Yeah, so I just asked him like, hey, like how did you how you hear about me? And he told me he heard, how he heard about me through Shoreline and, and Black. Mm. And shit, it just been genuine ever since. Like I hit him for advice. You feel me? He give me his input. I send him music. He give me his input. Like, you feel me? Like I just I fuck with him. It's kind of interesting though how like the OVO cosign could you know. It's not like you guys are talking about like signing to them or whatever, but they fuck with like a lot of like street artists. Like yeah. they've done the same thing with OGZ and Draco yeah. and a lot of different they artists. They got a good ear for the streets. Like, they got a good ear. It's like, hey, like, you know, they're just like using some of the top rappers in California as like models and shit. But yeah. I mean, it helps elevate them even if they're not going to necessarily be doing a song with every different person. For sure. Like know? anything on that platform is like a, a blessing. Like for real. Like. Shit, they flew me out and let me take pictures of that, you know? Mm. Like, that was a blessing. You have a lot of people tapping in, like, that were surprised to see you in that Hell yeah. position? Everybody was surprised. Right. Shit, even I was surprised. <laughs> like, everybody <laughs> was surprised. Right. 100%. Um, what? I saw a clip of you in ESTG. Is that yeah. dropping soon? Yeah, that's then they're coming out, like, in a couple of days. So that's on the project that's yeah, about that's to drop? Yeah, that's on the project, too. It's called Off-White Mics. And you shot the video already? Yeah, I shot the video. Matter of fact, I gave it to OVO like like months before it even came out. Like they had previewed it on their shit first. Oh. They, they was the first person to air off white mic. Still, they was the first people to air make no sense with Bayface Ray. Right. Like, they be breaking it. They be putting a lot of my records out. Yeah, yeah. Because whenever I do listen to that OVO radio shit, I found out I found out about Kodak super early from that shit back yeah. in the day. Like a lot of artists, I found out early from listening to that shit. Yeah, they be they be hip. They know what's going on. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, how'd you tap in with ESTG though? Uh, we got mutual friends too. Okay. We got mutual friends too. Matter of fact, he had a show in New York probably like some years ago, like before he was before he blew. Mm. And he was opening up for uh, OMB Peasy. Right. So I was going to fuck with them. And, uh, that's how that's how I like met him and a couple dudes from his camp. Like back then, like it was only they performed at SOBs in New York. Okay. It probably was only like 16 people in the crowd. Really. So I got hip to him kind of early. That's fire. I seen him posting a fucking image saying that he, he got paid twenty five thousand dollars for a walkthrough the other day. I'm like, damn, bro, you getting twenty five k for a walkthrough? I must be doing something wrong. <laughs> I got a new manager or something. That's what we in this shit for, though. That's <laughs> for what real. we in this shit for. Hundred percent. Um. Oh yeah, and the other thing that I thought was pretty dope is I seen a video of you actually giving back to the community, giving out turkeys in in your yeah. old neighborhood or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be doing that. I love that. Where too. did that, uh, when was the first time you did that and, and how often you do that and, and what do you shit. feel like you get out of it? Shit, that video that you seen, that was the first time I had did it. Okay. Like, with my cousins, like, my cousin, they here with me now. Like, that was our first little give back. But we trying to keep it lit, like, just every time. Like, for me, like, once I get in a position to where I, where I like, want to be, I want to always be able to give back to my community because mm. I know exactly how I feel. Like, I know I, I relate to them, so any way that I can help, I'm going. I want to be there. Right. Like, like a hero. Yeah, you definitely got to keep keep that perspective. You know, no matter how far away from all the shit that you definitely. make it. Like, I'm I'm trying to do another. I just told them the other day, like I'm doing another turkey giveaway. Like I do that backpack giveaways, free haircuts, like all that. That's fire. Hell yeah. Um. Okay. So we got the project drop in. What is it? 
tomorrow or tonight 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 so it'll be out by the time people are seeing this rich off the pack yeah. um anything else that you got coming out or anything that you want is anyone else on the tape we got h we got uh escg babyface ray uh we got we got black on there too black's on there okay yeah that's that's what i got on there nice that's fire oh, only a few of the songs are like loaded on apple music right now so yeah. i can't listen to the rest so it's kind of a Kind of a tease, but yeah, that's I like it though. You gotta keep them. You gotta keep the anticipation high. Right. Yeah. Do you do you prefer to space out your projects that much? Since your yeah, most recent I'm, one was 2019. Yeah. Like I didn't plan on that. Like I was really supposed to drop in 2020. Pandemic wasn't yeah. wasn't good. Nah, I wasn't even that. I just wasn't. I just wasn't as focused on the music as I should have been, and it reflected in the work that I was doing that didn't come out. Really. So like once I got back focused, I'm like, all right, I ain't gonna do it like this. Cause they've been waiting for so long, I gotta get them. It gotta be worth the wait. Yeah. So I just wanted to get them the best version of, of me that I could. And shit, that's 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 here we are now. Here we are now. All right. So anything else you got dropping outside of the project, or it's all about the project right now? It's all about the project right now. Let's I've go. I've been missing since 2019, and they've been waiting on me. And, mm. You know, I'm thankful for that. Cause sure. you know, a lot of people die out fast. Mm. Like you don't got like people that's just gonna really wait for you to do some shit. And my fans like really waited, so you know I appreciate. I'm always appreciative for that. That's a fact. I feel like your your music is very uh, very timeless. When I was listening to the the older projects on Apple Music yesterday, yeah. I was like, you know what, this shit's still really hitting. Like yeah. like it came out yesterday. Yeah, thank you, bro. No doubt. Well, Offset Jim, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Patreon, all that. Like, comment, subscribe. NoJumper.com if you want to support. And uh, go turn my man up on all streaming services and, and all that. Appreciate y'all.